Part four, chapter five of a vital question, or what is to be done by Nikolai Chernyshevsky, translated by Nathan Haskell Dole, eighteen fifty two to nineteen thirty five, and others. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Expatriate in Bangor, Maine. Part four, second marriage, chapter five. Milenki, I am going with thee but you have not your things ready milenki mine then i will go with you to-morrow if you do not want to take me to-day think it over consider it wait for my letter it will reach you to-morrow here she returns home how did she feel when she went home with masha how did she feel and think all the long way from the moscow railway station to the middle prospect she herself does not know so shocked was she by the abrupt turn in the affair twenty-four hours have not passed no in two hours it will be a full day since he found her letter in his room and now he is already gone how quick how sudden at two o'clock she had not anticipated anything of the sort he waited until she wearied by the excitement of the morning could no longer resist the power of sleep came in said a few words and in these few words there was an almost incomprehensible preface to what he meant and in what brief words he said what he meant he said i have not seen my old folks for a long time i am going to see them and they will be glad to have me come that was all and he left immediately and she hastened after him though when he came in he asked her to promise not to do it she hastened after him but where was he masha where is he where is he masha who was still putting away the things after the departure of the guests says dmitri sergeitch has gone out he said after he came out from your room i am going to take a walk and she had to go to bed and how could she go to sleep but she did not know that this was going to take place on the very morning which was now beginning to dawn he said that they would have abundant time to talk everything over and she had barely time to open her eyes before it was time to go to the railway station yes all this had flashed by her eyes as though nothing of the sort had happened to her as though someone had told her of something that happened to someone else only now while returning home from the railway station she came to herself and began to think what is the matter with me and what is going to happen to me yes she's going to riazan she is going it is impossible not to go but this letter what will be in that letter no why wait for the letter before deciding she knows what it will contain still she must postpone her decision till the letter comes why postpone it she will go yes she will go she thinks about it one hour she thinks two she thinks three four hours but masha was getting hungry and for the third time has summoned her to dinner and this time she commands her rather than summons her well this is another recollection poor masha how i compelled her to get hungry why did you wait for me masha why did not you have your dinner long ago without waiting for me how could i vera pavlovna and she thinks again for one hour two hours i am going yes i am going to-morrow i shall only wait for the letter because he asked me to but whatever may be written in it and i know what will be in it it does not make any difference what it says i shall go on this she thinks an hour two hours yes she deliberates it over an hour but does she deliberate over it two hours no though she thinks about it but she thinks five little words more he does not wish it and more and more she deliberates over these five little words 
and here the sun is already setting but she still thinks the same thoughts and above all the five little words and suddenly just at the very instant that the indefatigable masha was demanding that vira pavlovna should come out to tea at that very moment out from those five little words arise six little words i do not wish it either how well the indefatigable masha acted in coming in she drove away these six new little words but even the beneficent masha did not long succeed in driving away these six little words at first they did not dare to appear by themselves they sent in their place a refutation of themselves but i must go and they sent them for the sake of returning themselves under the cover of this refutation at one instant appeared with them their carrier he does not wish it and at that very instant these five little words changed into the six little words i do not wish it either and she goes over these thoughts for half an hour and in half an hour these five little words the six little words begin to work over according to their own will even the former words the most important words of all and from the three words most important of all i shall go grow four words not the same as before though they are the same but shall i go thus it is that words grow and transform themselves but here comes masha again i gave him a silver rouble vira pavlovna here it is written if he brings it at nine o'clock give him a silver rouble but if later give him half a rouble the conductor brought it vira pavlovna he came down on the evening train he said i did as i promised to make it quicker i took an izvoschik the letter is from him yes she knows what is in the letter don't go but still she means to go she does not want to listen to this letter to him she intends to go she is going no there is something different in the letter here is something to which it is impossible not to listen i am going to riazan but not directly to riazan i have a great deal to do for the factory on the way besides moscow where i shall have to stay a week i shall have to stop at two towns this side of moscow and three on the other side before i reach riazan how long i shall stay at my various halting points i cannot tell you for the very reason that among other things i shall have to receive money from our mercantile correspondents and you know my dear friend yes it was in the letter my dear friend was used several times in the letter that i might see that he felt towards me as before that he had no ill towards me thinks vira pavlovna at that time i kissed those words my dear friend yes it was so my dear friend you know that when it is necessary to receive money you are often compelled to stay several days when you intended to stay only a few hours and so i really do not know when i shall be able to reach riazan by all probability not very soon she remembers this letter almost word for word what does it mean yes he has entirely deprived her of the possibility of clinging to him so as to preserve her relations to him what is left for her to do and her former words i must go to him change into the words no i must not see him and this him does not refer to the one of whom she was just thinking these words change all her former words and she thinks one hour she thinks two i must not see him and how and when did they succeed in changing but they have already changed into the words shall i really ever want to see him again no and when she falls asleep these words have changed into other words shall i really ever see him and where is the answer where is he gone 
and these again change yes they grow into the words shall i never see him again and when she falls asleep at daybreak she falls asleep with these same words shall i really never see him again and when she wakes late in the morning already instead of all other words only five words are wrestling with two i shall not see him i shall see him and thus passes the whole morning everything is forgotten in this struggle and the more powerful word no tries to conquer the little word yes it tackles it it clutches it i shall not see him and the little word glances aside and vanishes glances aside and vanishes yes i shall see him everything is forgotten everything is forgotten in the effort of the stronger word no to conquer the smaller one yes yes and it does conquer and it calls to its aid other little words so that the former little word may have no refuge no i shall not see him no i shall not see him yes now the stronger words hold firmly in their grasp the little word yes which has no refuge from them and they press it between them no i shall not see no i shall see him no i shall not see him but what is she doing now her bonnet was already on her head instinctively she looked at the mirror to see if her hair is in order yes in the mirror she saw that her bonnet is on straight and from these words which have grown together so firmly one remained and to this a new one was added no return no return masha don't expect me back to dinner i shall not dine at home to-day alexander matvitch has not returned yet from the hospital calmly replied stepan and how could he help speaking calmly with a phlegmatic lady in her appearance there is nothing out of the ordinary not very long ago she used to be here i did not think he was it's all right i will wait you need not tell him that i am here she unfolds some newspaper or other yes she can read she sees that she can read yes as long as there is no return as long as the decision is made she feels herself quite calm of course she can read little she scarcely read at all she looked at the room she began to put it in order as though she were its kozyaika of course she did not arrange it much scarcely at all but how calm she feels and she can read and she can occupy herself with something she noticed that the ashes had not been emptied from the ash-tray and that the tablecloth needed adjustment and that the chair was out of its place she is sitting and thinking there is no return no choice a new life is beginning she thinks an hour two hours a new life is beginning how surprised he will be how happy he will be a new life is beginning how happy we are a tinkling bell she flushed a little and smiled steps the door opens vira pavlovna my love i could not live without thee how long thou didst love me and said not a word how noble thou art how noble he is sasha tell me vierotchka how it happened i told him that i could not live without thee on the very next evening he had already gone i wanted to follow him i talked all day yesterday about following him but now thou seest that i have been here a long time but how thin thou hast grown these past two weeks vierotchka how pale thy hands are he kisses her hands yes my dear this has been a hard struggle now i can appreciate how much you suffered so as not to disturb my peace how could you be so self-possessed as to hide it from me how thou must have suffered no vierotchka it was not an easy task he still kisses her hands looking at them and suddenly she burst into laughter Ah 
how inattentive i am to you you are tired sasha you must be hungry she frees herself from him and runs away where are you going vierotchka but she answers never a word but goes to the kitchen and hurriedly gaily says to stepan hurry up let us have dinner for two hurry up where are the plates and things let me have them i will set the table myself and you bring the victuals alexander is so tired from his hospital that we must give him something to eat she comes back with the plates and the knives forks and spoons rattle on the plates stepan puts the soup on the table at dinner she relates how it all happened stepan comes in with the last dish stepan seems to me that we shall not leave you any dinner yes vera pavlovna i shall have to buy something for myself in the little grocery store that's all right stepan henceforth you must know that you must prepare for two besides yourself and after she remembers all this vera pavlovna smiles and now how prosaic our story is tea was not over when we heard a terrible ringing of the bell and in came a couple of students and in their excitement they did not even notice her alexander matvitch there is an interesting subject say they all out of breath it was brought just now a very rare complication it's very interesting alexander matvitch an immediate help is wanted every moment is precious we even took an izvoschik to come here make haste my dear she says and here for the first time the students notice her they bow to her and at that very moment they hurry away their professor with them his preparations did not take very long he was still in his army coat and she hurried him away will you come right to me afterwards she asked as she said good-bye yes long she waits for him through the evening here it is ten o'clock and he hasn't come yet now it is eleven now there is no use waiting still what can be the reason she of course did not worry at all nothing could have happened to him but it shows how long he was detained by the interesting subject and is the poor interesting subject alive now and does sasha succeed in saving him yes sasha was detained very long he came in the next morning at ten o'clock he stayed till four at the hospital it was a very hard and interesting case Vierotchka. did you save him yes how did you get up so early i didn't go to bed at all you didn't go to bed so as not to be late coming to see me you didn't sleep all night you impious fellow please go right home and sleep clear till dinner-time without fail so that i shall find you sleeping when i come in two minutes he was already sent off those were our two first interviews but this second dinner goes with proper dignity they tell each other their stories sensibly they laugh they think and they pity each other to each of them it seems that the other has suffered the more in a week and a half a little dacha on the kamenov ostrov is rented and they move there end of part four chapter five recording by expatriate in bangor maine